we're going to make art about what we were living at the time, about our dreams, and about anything we chose. We were not going to stay in a, in a little box. <laughs> Yo, hey, what's going on? Not much. What's, what's up? Hey. Hello, hello. How's it going? It's good, it's good. I can't complain. Good, good. How are you, Peluso? Doing good, man. Chilling. Fermi. Fermi in the house again. Yep. Again. Yo, 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 Fermi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that. That, that uh, horn sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> that way. Don't let like a fool my marijuana. I know, That's always what they say. After yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, um, yeah, so we have a uh, great, beautiful lady today. Joining yes. us, talking. Yes, it's me. My name is Jonia, and I am here to, uh, I guess, tell you guys a little bit about Jonia Loves Lotus, um, which is... Um, it's a page I started and it's actually like a movement that I want to grow it. I want to grow it into a movement uh, for women that have been through like hard times. Okay. So it's, it has um, poetry and music and basically it's like, it's basically experiences that I've experienced that I've, I've put into a poetic in a, in a, I guess a musical form mm-hmm. and as rap and uh, R&B. Oh, that's nice, dope. Nice, nice. Yeah. What made you do that? Oh, um, well, I went to school when I, like, I went to, um, my high school, I went to performing arts mm-hmm. and for singing, and I didn't start writing music until I was, like, seven, well, no, I started writing music at 14. Mm-hmm. Um, what ended up happening, it was a tragic situation that I went through, and this is the reason why I started the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I was molested by my cousin, mm-hmm. and, um, that's what made me start writing music, was just to be able to express myself through the hardship, because it was hard for me to talk to people, and when I tried to talk to my sister, she wouldn't listen to me, so it was like, you know, being that I was adopted, it was like, if she doesn't listen to me and she's like my blood sister then like nobody else is gonna really listen to me and so it come come to find out it actually ended up being true um that my family like didn't agree with what was going on and they kind of like outcasted me oh that sucks i'm sorry about that yeah that's really bad so that can i give you your feel to create poetry music yeah um uh yeah so i've always been passionate about music ever since i was a kid like Mm -hmm. i used to sit in my kitchen and you know like now it's like 2018 so we don't have the giant boom boxes that you have the like cassette Mm -hmm. tape and you record yeah yeah so like when i was growing up um i stayed in buffalo new york off of um orange street and so i had this big old boom box on the top of the refrigerator and i used to record myself singing and so i've always had passion for music it's just that when that happened that's when i actually started writing my own music Mm, that's pretty cool. Do you have anything else like in for the public? Um, yes. I actually uh if you go to Jonia Loves Lotus on Insta no, not Instagram. If you go to Jonia Loves Lotus on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh you can there's um poetry and music on there. And I'm also working on actually storytelling videos where I use my like I actually have one but I haven't posted it. I'm like I don't know, it's like it's a lot to deal with. When you write music, it's one thing, but when you actually go into actually telling the details of the story, mm-hmm. it's different, you know, because it's like you're you're facing the reality of the situation again. 
Mm. I mean, these are, are these stories based on like a true? Um, yes, yes, it's um life experiences. Life experiences. Yes, um okay. the I have two that I'm actually working on. One of them is a rap song, mm -hmm. um and I've actually um presented this song to a couple of people. And my sister, because my sister, she kind of went through the same thing as me. She's my older sister. Mm -hmm. Um, she. I presented it to her and she's like, she loved it. It's not like your average song. It's basically telling a story. And um, she loved it. And she's like, you can find the, like, like there's a market for it because it's different. And then I also present presented it to a publisher or a producer. It's a guy, a friend of mine. Yeah. And he was like, he loved it. He was like, when are you getting to the studio to do this? I'm like, well, I'm going to get there as soon as I can. <laughs> oh, so, so um you also said that you're writing a book, right? Yes, I am 22,000 words into the book. I started it last year. Um, I have to get to 60,000 words to make it into a novel. And I'm working on that. And I've actually been adding more stories to that book, Living Life Every Day. So what is the book about? Um, the book is basically about my life from the beginning to the end. Um, so I basically started off like, you know, I'm I'm still trying to map out how I'm going to do it. Like if I should start with like a crazy event and then have a flashback uh -huh. or if I should just start it from the beginning. But um, basically, it's just about, you know, what happened in the beginning growing up and then everything that I've been through, you know, when I got molested at um, 14, you know, I got put in a group home like a year later and then I ran away from the group home, stayed with my brother. So basically is covering all that and everything that I experienced while being on the streets with nobody like to take care of me. Mm -hmm. yes. And what made you want to write a book? Like, what um, sparked it? Okay, so I meet, being that, you know, I've been on my own, I meet a lot of people, you know, survival. And meeting a lot of people and you start telling them the things that you go through, everybody's like, you should write a book. And like, even my friend outside that we were drinking like three bottles of wine last night, he was like, I would be the first person to buy that book. Cause he's like, and like the juicy details and even the sex scenes, like crazy, crazy. And then yeah. like, par like the partying, like, believe me, when I was out there, I did a lot of partying. Mm. Like, so it's juicy, juicy stories, juicy uh, stories. See, that, you, that's what people like, right? Yeah. yeah. Can, you, <laughs> can you share one of those stories? Oh man! Wow. Um, Remember, we gotta keep it PG thirteen in here. Yeah. yeah. If, you want, if you want to, if you want to, you don't really have to keep it that uh, way. But if you want to, we, we don't really mind. You know. Um. Hmm. Let me see. Oh gosh. Um. I mean, I can. Um. Let me see. I could say. Uh. What about when I was like seventeen, stripping in a strip club? Oh, oh, that'd be yeah. yeah. I was totally underage. Wow. Should have been there. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I have the perfect one. It's kind of PG, kind of a little bit. Yeah. Um, so this was when I was 16. I was 16, and I was staying with this drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> so I was staying with this drug dealer, and like he was taking care of me, and then I decided I wanted to go out and get a job, and yeah. so I went out and I got me a job under the table. I was making like two, three hundred dollars a week at um this car towns and associates. So basically, I would call people and get estimates on their cars that got wrecks. Now, mind you, I'm underage and I shouldn't even be working. Yeah. yeah. So the really bad, sad part was that I was actually fucking my boss. Um, <laughs> whatever. And so that and then um one day i decided i met the girl like one of my associates were there and i ended up telling her my life story and yeah. so she got attached to me and one day i didn't show up for work 
and my boss and her pops up at the drug dealer's house oh. to come get me and then they're like yeah you're coming with us and i'm like Whoa. like seriously so um she comes she picks me up so i end up going to live with her in her dorm which is like a college dorm it's like one room and like yeah. i'm like you took me from a whole house to come live with you in a dorm yeah then she had this gay girlfriend which was like a butch so i stayed there for a while and then the really bad part was that i ended up wrecking her car I didn't know how to drive. Oh my god! And she wanted me to move her car, and so she started yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I don't really know how to drive, but I know like you know the ins and outs of it, but I don't really know. So when you have this 16 year old girl, and you yell at her, and you're trying to make her move a car, I pressed on the gas, cut the wheel really hard, slammed into the guy's car, and knocked his car out of space. Like oh his car god. ended up being in the space next to it. Yeah, so. Crazy. <laughs> this is why everybody say like this is super crazy so now i owe like fucking like four fourteen hundred not because i'm sorry but i owe like oh, fourteen hundred dollars yeah. in yeah. like damages so she ends up taking me to uh goldsboro to strip at a strip club oh my goodness mm. <laughs> yeah. and that was the first time i did coke oh uh, <laughs> how was that oh man how's that experience so just doing coke <laughs> Uh, i never done it personally the first time i didn't know like you yeah. don't feel anything um the first time i actually had uh uh i guess what you say uh effects from it i was at somebody's house and i was sitting upside down in like a chair kind of like that uh-huh. and um i was doing it and then i was like oh my god like i'm so high and i was just like lit wow is it is it is it different it's uh it's like a euphoric kind of thing mm. it's like it makes you sensitive and it just makes you like just like zone out oh that's crazy. how long does it last as long as you have the drugs uh, <laughs> <laughs> as long as you want to keep partying yeah so that's just a little bit of like the One stories, of the stories in the yeah that's and that's not cool. even like the whole story like it's like way it more goes deeper than that yeah it's like because oh, yeah. i ended up getting another job while um i ended up getting another job at the mall eastland mall because mm. this actually happened in charlotte oh, oh okay <laughs> wow this is uh pretty uh man i feel like if i read this book i wanna i wanna be like stressing this is crazy yeah you know? it's gonna be definitely <laughs> like, one of those yeah like, wow and um of course, you know I'm guessing. We'll make a uh, movie out of it. Yeah, yeah that's what um, I was hoping. Like, if um, if everything gets goes out well, they probably would want to write a movie about it. Like, make a movie for it. Make it make it like a script. Yeah. I don't. I mean, because actually, um, a long time ago, I was like, kind of like, you know, needed some money. I was like, I wanted to sell it to Lifetime. Mm. But then I'm like, wait, why would I want to do that when I can make royalties? Like, I'll be rich forever. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey that's, that's true. Story. Huh? So it's your it's your own story. Right. Keep working on it. Yeah. Or why not? Why why just settle with one book? Maybe just make volume one, volume two. Oh, you know, like like, like um, <laughs> like a saga. Yeah. 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 This is what happened when I was a teenager. This is what happened when I was right. in my twenties. Right. And this you is me know now. What? It might be easier than writing, trying to write the whole thing out like completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you break it down to stories. Yeah. You keep people tuned wow. in for the next one. Yeah. I like More that. Sales. I yeah. like that. Instead of selling one giant book, you sell three books. Three books. Yeah. Right. One from your childhood you to your teens yeah. and then from your teens to whatever and then and then you can write the last one and say this is me now. How, right. how much you have grown yeah. and you know what you got, you got a kid now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that. yeah. Triple your and money. Yeah. I'm actually and I'm I'm a pretty good mom. Like uh, people are shocked at like how good of a mom I am. Like from how I used to be? 
the wild girl uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean I, we i feel like we are all like that a little bit don't you think like yeah. we all get to a point where we're like oh shit i gotta i gotta get my shit together right you know i gotta yeah. start like partying so much doing you know things that might not take me to anything but right. just damaging myself you know right. i mean that's usually when we come up though when we come to some realization that we have to get up that we have to do something that is true yeah we're just sitting there like what the fuck am i doing with my life that's why right. we gotta some people some people get snapped out of that shit the, the hard way man like um some people accidents like like overdose some people really just don't like they people live their whole life and just not care because about they, they keep feeling sorry for themselves well yeah i mean that's when you like identify as a victim right yeah. no yeah. but that's when way. they you have you have to stop identifying yourself as a victim you have to identify yourself as a survivor yeah. you know like you yeah. went through it and you survived it and it's like now you can move on yeah. and you know i i used to do that and it, it just got to the point where i'm like i'm tired like i'm tired of feeling sorry for myself i'm tired of being like miserable i'm tired of being depressed so i got up and i'm like fuck this shit exactly you know, yeah. just fuck this i want to have a happy life and, and that's I'm the not problem we got as humans when the day we say it's done it's done and we, right. we start a new life hey and i like i like now it's like i've worked on i'm working on my credit i started my own business it's a cleaning business and then also with the um music and poetry and so i'm like and i actually had a setback like because i went through like a depression phase because i was going really really hard and then i kind of caught feelings for someone and then my heart got broken and i was like oh my gosh and i just couldn't deal with it and then it made me feel like i wasn't good enough and i was like you know what i'm not gonna keep feeling this way so i was like fuck this i gotta be a mom and I got to keep moving forward because this girl goes, to, she wants to be a veterinarian and that's college. Like it's like $180,000 to put her through school. Oh my goodness. So yeah. I have to make sure she goes to college. Yeah. Yeah. That's no wage you can save up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, if I get credit, I could just take a loan out. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. So some people um, buy stupid shit. Why not just spend it in something that actually matters. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, if I invest into her, I mean, I know I could survive. Like I've been on my own since I was 15 like i know i'm good but it's just like i want her to be good you know like mm. even after she's like gone i'm like i'm still gonna be good i already know that like yeah. i was like i really i like traveling i don't really like sitting in one place the only reason why i sat in one place is because she needed a stable living like me i like traveling like i was in texas uh new york florida uh south carolina north carolina i still need to make it to california though Mm, you haven't you never been there no nah. he's going next month what yeah. oh man yeah. i hear it's really beautiful it is beautiful it is it's nice yeah. i went there a few years ago well a few years ago being like 10 years ago almost oh yes, wow I, like I actually it's funny i just came back from new orleans uh this weekend like i oh, just got cool. back sunday that yeah cool. I, I heard it's nice uh, down there what i'm telling you that's party city like literally yeah, i heard that we um we bought like miniature um bottles so we had like the miniature liquor bottles my mm. cousin drinks tequila i drink vodka so we had them we got on the plane we're already turned up before we get on the plane we're turning up i had this guy sitting next to me right so you're not supposed to drink on a plane so i'm like dude i was talking to him I'm like are you cool he was like i'm cool i was like do you drink he was like yeah i was like does she drink he was like uh he asked her and she was like no it was his girlfriend mm. so i'm over there sliding him miniature bottles and we're sitting up there drinking on the plane <laughs> you know you're not allowed to drink on a plane no you get fined oh really yeah, yeah we asked because we wanted to make sure before we got on the plane oh, wow. but as long as you don't get caught because the lady was like if you don't get caught 
you know. Mm. <laughs> Don't they sell that. them in there though? They sell the little bottles in there. Yeah, they do. But why would you pay for it if like you got six, it for free? That is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like movie theaters. You can't bring it from the outside. You got to buy it in there. Yeah, but yeah. if they don't know, you gotta make sure your your girlfriend has a big bag, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. You can make you can take your own drinks, your own everything, dude. Right. I've been broke as hell before, man. I've had to go to Cece's Pizza and had to slide a few pieces. <laughs> my, my wife's purse. Shit. I ain't even lying. I'm yeah. like, we, we don't got food for later. Go to Cece's. We'll eat a bunch right now. And just fill up your bag with pizzas. Right. You got a few Hawaiian pizzas, a little bit of everything in there. Yeah, man. My mom used to do that too, man. She used to like put a whole bunch of food in her purse. And I'm like, <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> like, yo, that's you gotta crazy. do what you gotta do. Yeah. You gotta yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah, do what yeah, you gotta that's do. True. That's true, man. That's why I don't I don't blame people who like ha- have to help hustle, man. You don't have to like maybe do something illegal on the side, you know, to get some money. Dude. Believe yeah. me, I know that life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't. That is you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. no judgment, man. I mean, like I say, that people find themselves in very harsh situations that one hasn't probably experienced ever, you know, and uh, they have to go through some shit. I mean, who who are we to, I guess, judge people? I'm not, well, right? you don't have yeah. to judge. I mean, that's kind of fucked up, you know, when you judge others from things you know, that you ha- you haven't gone through. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, my daughter's dad is a pimp. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it wasn't like a little plan thing. I was in Miami, and I got into a really bad situation, and he was like, Captain Save a Ho. Wait, I was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was a stripper at the time. I wasn't hoeing, but it was like, you know, he just came <laughs> to my... Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, well, I don't know, because a stripper kind of like... I mean, I did have my fun. Yeah. So, yeah. But... Yeah, so it was, like, that situation right there. And I almost lost her. Like, that would be another chapter. Like, that's a whole other chapter in, yeah. like, the book, mm. so. Wow. Yeah. What kind of music do you uh, sing? You rap or you, you sing kind of I R&B? rap and I sing. You do? Yeah. Let's hear something. Let's hear something. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. um. Live. Counter uh, Culture Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was thinking that I was going to do the, um. Okay, so I'm gonna do like the little a little bit of the verse of the song about my life. Okay. Um, okay. I'll do that off the top. So I've been spending my whole life trying to get it right, trying to get back what they took from me, and that ain't right. From the age of 15, I've been on my own, trying to find a new place better than my home. Cause the love that was there, it don't exist anymore. I realized that the two men came through the back door, staring down the barrel while I sat on the floor. And my mama told them I knew what they was looking for. He grabbed me to the kitchen. As I sat on the floor, he hit me with the barrel cause I couldn't tell him no more. And then he split the scene cause she went through the door. And when they left, I picked myself up off the kitchen floor. I read okay I kind of forgot the rest of it <laughs> that's yeah, really that, dumb that's really <laughs> yeah, nice my, my friend here he's a rapper what? Uh, yeah oh it's not trapper trapper or rapper reggaeton and trap Reg- <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. how do you call them trappers when the, the uh, trap Latin trap music trap music Latin trap. Like, yeah. trap. like selling drugs yeah got Ooh, the holes in the closet yeah but <laughs> Spanish Spanish is more about is it, Spanish trap is about sex yeah, we're well not oh. Spanish, Puerto Rican, specifically yeah. okay. more the Puerto Rican. Yeah. Okay, it's more like very sexual, yeah. more urban R and B about weed and, and yeah. sex. So it's a lot of sex and a lot for yeah. the most part. A lot yeah. more sex than anything. <laughs> than anything oh, wow. yeah. Drinking, yeah. And, and if you drinking. go more to the Dominican trap, they sound a little bit more like the American trap. Mm, yeah. What do you mean? Mm. 
It's more about like streets and drugs. Oh, oh shit, yeah, got you, got yeah. you. Also, the the Puerto Rican <laughs> trap is more like um partying. Um, it's more commercial. Com oh. You see hmm. what I'm saying? Like Bad Bunny and Noriel and those other people. Yeah. They're more like singing and mm, auto-tune. I mean, gotcha. they trap. They still talk about hood shit, you know, all yeah, that yeah. other stuff. Hmm. But what has caught on a lot is that it's like more like R&B. Yeah. Like my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that you one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's slow, it's chill. Yeah. yeah. With okay. the trap beat in the back, you see yeah. what I'm saying? I really like And it's sexual, dude. you know? You know what I'm talking about? All right. That's pretty cool. sounds nice. Yeah. Wow, well... So what about poetry? Do you have anything that... Um, that sounded a lot like poetry, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like no, more rhyming, rapping like poetry. Slam that, poetry. That yeah. actually, I wrote to a beat, and I wish I had the beat, but I actually have to go to the studio and do it because that's the one that's basically really about... That um that song is about the night that the guys came through the back door, and that was the night that I ended up um not having a home. Mm, you know, mm. and um, it's just when everything really hit the fan. It was after my family found out about my cousin molesting me, and then they um basically they rejected me and so that night when the guys came through the back door they said that i did it and i swear to god my cousin did it because he was trying to cover up his ass because he was in a hot fire mm -hmm. well what is it like hot i don't know and yeah. like basically he was in trouble because they found out that he was having sex with me he's 32 i'm like i'm only freaking 15 why the hell would i even be contacting some freaking adults to try to set up my family like i really yeah. i want to be home i don't want to be on the streets like true, true. yeah so it was just him trying to cover up his ass. And I think that's like, it just like when I, I got to go to, I got to get this song done. Like I'm going to work on that ASAP. I'm going to get it done. Cause like, you have to hear it because it's like, it's real, like it's a real life. Like what happened that night? Mm. Like everything that happened, like when I didn't have nowhere to stay from, you know, when I went to my mom's house and at the time my mom wasn't even taking care of me. My, like my biological mom, she wasn't taking care of me, but I went to her house to try to find a place to stay. You know, and I was just happy that she had a home, and I actually put that yeah. in the lyrics. Mm. Wow, so, that's what's yes. up. And uh, are you working on an album or just like this one specific song? Right um, now? I mean, I already i I have a whole bunch of other songs already. Yeah. Um, so I'm just in the process of just trying to get it out. You know, I haven't really mapped out exactly what I want to do You're right just doing now. Singles, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, it's just it's just start. It's the beginning. You know. Yeah, of course. Um. I just like my my whole goal I actually just I want to tell my story because I feel like when I was out there I met other girls you know other girls that were beaten and abused and ended up in like really bad situations and I just don't feel like I feel like you know some of them end up in better places and some of them don't you know some of them end up dead but what if somebody would have been there you know when they were in the group home to tell them that you know just keep moving forward and that's what i want to do i want to build up like a society like a, a group of women that go out there and we try to keep these girls from running away from group homes because mm -hmm. they don't know what's out there mm -hmm. you yeah. know we don't know what's out there in the streets we just know that we want to get away from the, the pain true. and the hurt it but we don't know what we're running to it yeah it's very unpredictable um, yeah um, i mean very we dangerous, don't you know? i mean because we're kids we're yeah. kids like it's not like we have any like we don't you know anything about that the world. age where we think we know it all exactly. we don't really don't know shit yeah and so and that's when it gets worse yeah yeah and so it's like you know going out there and like actually seeing the world like i wish i would have just stayed in that group home yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> it was it easier than just being out the streets what being in a group home yeah, yeah i mean you had a roof over your head and all i had to do is just continue going to school you know because i actually um i saw a documentary about uh, people not in the United States but like in uh, third world countries mm -hmm. 
where um, kids are run away from orphanages to right. live in the streets because apparently living in the streets is more is like in in those kind of situations right. where they are is sometimes easier just to like actually survive than being an orphan and like being abused yeah. by these adults or like or you know like sometimes they're priests you know and but i wasn't like in the in the um group home i wasn't abused i mean yeah. i dealt with other kids and we were like play fighting and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and probably smoking cigarettes but that was it we always had a roof over our head yeah. we had food on the, and we just had to abide by certain rules like washing dishes and Organized doing our chores true, yeah true you know gotcha. but when i got on the streets it was like i was introduced to drugs sex fucking i mean not because of but <laughs> <laughs> like just everything i just got exposed to like a whole world and then like guys out there that are looking for vulnerable girls so that they can pimp them yeah, out be innocent, you know yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like I lost a lot of my innocence from that, and I just feel like, you know, a lot of my relationships, you know, was affected by it because guys look at me like I'm just like some dirty whatever, and I'm mm. like, you don't know what I went through to even be who I am today. Yeah. Like, you should be happy that I'm fucking alive right now and able to even have this conversation with you, like yeah, the shit true. that I've seen. Like, and I actually I got shot in my foot too. Oh my. Yeah. Damn. Um. Somebody tried to rob me and I got shot in my foot. Damn. Like yeah, it gets juicier and juicier, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it was it like That's uh, crazy. when you were like still young or what? No, this. I mean, was she's actually, young now, bro. Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> about? No, what I'm talking about is like when she was no, like a teenager. No, um, right? okay, actually, it was like a couple of years ago, and it was in Greensboro. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah you know, I feel like the. Uh, of course, I mean this is obvious, but the. The women experience and the men experience, I mean, it's so fucking different, dude. You know, I mean, True. I feel like they have to do a lot with with a lot of shit that we don't really deal with, you know? Yeah. But I guess it's because we as male come out stronger. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, like she said, you know, they finally see a girl in the street, she looks vulnerable. Yeah. You know, not a guy. They're not going to see a, a teenage boy gonna, that yeah. might look. But you're not going to see a female come and try to take advantage of him, but you might see a guy because it's like, yeah. True. Maybe, yeah. May, you know, they're much you know, stronger women, than the girl in anything at, like, at that moment. Women are more nurturing. And I'm not saying that there ain't no evil bitches out there, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> you know, like, um, I had a situation and I was like dating this little guy that was way too young to be dating. Not, not, he was legal. He was legal. <laughs> like, <anyway. laughs> he was legal. But um, he kept getting taken advantage of by people and so mm -hmm. when i started talking to him i was like you got to get your shit together you can't sit up here and depend on people to take advantage of you and it's like a man you know as far as like when i meet met guys they were like more like trying to get in my pants and what can i get from her instead of like hey you got to get your shit together you know and i've yeah. never really mm -hmm. met somebody that was like hey get your shit together and you know try to get help you get your shit together i mean i'm not saying i don't know i guess women women are different but i guess guys sometimes don't know how to approach that you know I think I think that that I feel like we fall into the stereotype that we've been putting our face all yeah. our lives. You know, like I mean, just listen. We were just talking about music, right? right. And like different kinds of music and shit. Like, right. and, and we don't really pay attention to the content of the music. Right. But unconsciously, you're like getting that shit bombarded to you like yeah. twenty four seven. So you adopt that like like um, ideology of oh I'm, I'm the gangster, you know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the pimp, you know, bitches bitches be bitches, you know, and you like, know what? that's what happens and with a lot of teens. They think because of what they hear in Lil yep. Wayne and this person yep. saying the song, they live by that, but they yep. really don't. And you know, it's so funny because I feel like music is um is like it kind of brainwashes people, like. 
It does. You know what I'm saying? It does. Like, because well, it's what's being let out though by no, mainstream media. Though. But they're they're controlling it so that they can have control over society. Like, exactly. The, and the, that's the, the whole thing. Media, yeah. and it's like even like with um like not to just say black people, but our music. A lot of the people they're supporting Chief Keef. You know they'll they'll give Chief Keef a million dollar record deal, but J Cole when he speaks about real life and loving and affection, they won't even. No, support but you know him. who Hobson is. Hobson. No. Listen to his music. That's what he talks about. I mean, he talks about real shit. I mean, right. he has a series of songs that he releases. I don't know how often. It's called Ill Mind of Hobson. And he's up to number nine, I believe, right now. Oh, wow. Number nine. The boy he's talking about is literally a problem that he had with his baby mama. Right. Go listen to it. He's not mainstream. He's known. I mean, he gets right. a couple million views on YouTube. I mean, he's out there. But they don't put him in the radio. They don't put no, him out there. But if you listen to his music, he's talking about shit that could change somebody. Some exactly. that shit that really has a meaning. But you know, but they don't play him in the radio. Did you know that and Bob Marley? Well, yeah, Bob Marley. I heard. I think Bob Marley was actually assassinated because he was like so powerful in the black community, and that's the reason why they made Trump a president after Barack Obama because Barack Obama affected the black community in a positive uh, manner. I mean, those people still affecting uh, the yeah. community. You know? I mean, Doctor Martin Luther King still affecting the yeah. pe the people. I mean, you hear his speeches and you like you you feel them. You know, you hear some Bob Marley songs. You know, yeah. And you like, God damn, this dude is on another yeah. fucking level. You know, like the, I mean, because the, his music it doesn't change. You yeah, know what I'm saying it's just. I, mean, I don't know, but and I feel I feel like in a way they're still in a way vibrating with us, you know, yeah, still alive somehow. I mean, you there's there's something that yeah. You hear the music, you hear the lyrics. I mean, and this dude literally had, I don't know, man. He had something, and he knew what he was talking right. about. Yeah. If you really pay attention to right. everything that he was saying, and you look with insight, yeah. you you actually are open to listening to the message. Yeah, you are actually listening to like. Well, he says that. Yeah. You know, just listen. Yeah, you, just you, listen. You, will, you will hear. Yeah, it's exactly. a natural mystic going. That's a, <laughs> a natural mystic <laughs> flowing through, through the air. air. And yeah. you know right. what? And I yeah. love that stuff. I love music like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah. my mainstream. And <laughs> you know, all that shit. But I love. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love you know. But I love you know when you sit there, you actually listening to something, and you're following along with the song. You're like, holy shit. And sometimes when they say things and just touches, like God. Dang. I mean, I feel like some music just to dance, you know. Like, I, mean, yeah, like I, I do, I do love dancing music though. Yeah, yeah. Mean, like trap music. Like, you know, sometimes talking about like round of applause. Should he make that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I was thinking more Just wanted to use dark. Or wet, 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 wet. From 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 what? From I, mean, I don't I don't mean to be rude, but. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Oh gosh, I'm like 29. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so you're you're from the era where um, do you remember those songs like um, uh, something about chicken soup and uh, chicken noodle oh soup? Oh my yeah, and that's god! Soup. He did yeah. not know that. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. The other one, like, yes. oh, I was getting some hit. Getting, getting <laughs> some hit. I was getting some hit. Yes. That is my error. Yes. And the little jump was happening. What's up? Look. Got the, the club. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up? Yes, I like, remember that too. To the window. To the wall. Yeah. You know what's funny? When that song came out, I spoke English, but I didn't understand too much. When I got older, I understood. Right. Everything in I'm like, God damn, I used to sing that as a kid, <laughs> not know it. Yeah. <laughs> dropped down my bone. God, this bitch is gross. Ski, ski, ski. I'm like, damn. You know, you know, I didn't know. No you know, way. That's, that's why like, I think that's what everybody does, especially <laughs> yeah. with bilingual and shit. 
you know because i i remember no, like no wait 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 even english people because when i was growing up i didn't know what half of the stuff i was singing i was like seeing oh, keith yeah. west keith sweat and usher and i'm like okay then when i get older i'm like oh that's sex like oh yeah. okay this happened to me with older songs i'm not sure i remember the song when i was growing yeah. up i'm like damn i used to listen to this <laughs> yeah because I, I remember like just my experiences with music and shit you know i, I used to listen to the rap and shit i mean i like the beats and everything right. i used to go like this i didn't know no lyrics i didn't know anything dude i mean i, I was like just spanish you know and then one day it occurred to me like hey let me go ahead and go back let right. me go okay and go back and listen to these songs and then i was like oh okay now they make sense i mean i literally <laughs> understood what they were saying mm. so it, it was pretty cool man it was just like i guess because we get driven by melodies sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah but sometimes when you get to the club hey, that's what mainstream really is words i mean when you get to the club you don't listen to the words you just listen to the boom yeah whatever like you know the, the rhythm yes. and, and, and and you just want to fucking like, grab a girl yeah but they're also not going <laughs> to be playing they're not going to be playing a sad story at the club either yeah no, of course they not. Not. they're going to be not playing be. some yeah exactly twerk move but yeah cooler that is true but like you have to you have to understand also that there is a place for for every occasion you know like and when you go to yeah, the club you go to have fun to dance you know yeah. you don't want to be thinking about your problems when you go to the, uh, the club you know and like and yeah. that's a beautiful the beauty about music you have music yeah. for everything, for everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and everywhere you go music music has always been around i fucking love music i oh. love music i work with music amazing. yeah i love i work with music that i is. put you know sometimes when i'm editing a video or something or doing an, uh, an ad whatever i just got my phone on youtube I'm always you got your headphones music. on and you just be yeah i'm driving just, yeah music. I yeah. love music. I love to fall asleep listening, listening to music. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like there's this one song that I listen to. It's a XX um, intro, and it's together. It's like it's a really like slow song, but it's like I, it always makes me fall asleep. Mm. What's the band called? It's a XX intro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, you know about yeah, that? Know. What? Yeah, they're nice. I yes, yes. I, I went to see them live. Actually, they're pretty dope. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. One thing I like to listen to on radio is uh, on YouTube is like chill radio. Yeah. Sometimes when I yeah. got a couple of good pubs mm-hmm. and I'm working, I'm doing something, and yeah. it's it, I literally just put chill radio yeah, and it's, it's like nice. live. You yeah. see, normal. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. And they have like different, you know, like different yeah. different videos you can, and it usually it's like hip hop, right. just like beats, just beats. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like real smooth, thing. and yeah. sometimes they they might have a couple of words in there, but while you're working, you're doing something, you just got that yeah, playing you, in the background, you yeah. know you. Yeah, you know, yeah. up there, you know, you, it, it's it's chill, it's chill. Yeah, I like hell. it. I like it too. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Blinkin Jones? What's that? It's a uh, it's a group. I think there's like a like a melody kind of. It's kind of like a chill music yeah. thing, but it's like they're called Blink and Jones. Blink and Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up. They're probably been played on this right on that on that. Probably station. so. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice. There's a uh, there's this band called French Kiwi Use. French kiwi juice. Yeah, they're pretty nice, man. Ki- they, 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 they mix, kiwi juice? Yeah, no. they, mix, they mix they mix like um a little bit of a uh, hip hop beats with jazz and in classical music. Ooh, I really like that. Yeah. French kiwi juice. French kiwi juice. How do you think people come up with? Is names, it really though? kiwi juice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is. I think there is. Yeah, I guess so. Like yeah. who thinks of that? Like, like, I don't know, like man. That. I mean, there's. I feel like there. something must have happened. Yeah, and it just kind of like, stuck to it. Yeah, that's kind of what happens with rappers. Name, you know? I like I like Pussy Riot. Oh yeah, I heard of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard of them. Pussy Riot. It's, like, it's a it's a hair metal. It's like a hair metal. Um, okay, band. okay. Yeah, I mean, I like every music. I like I like metal music. Yeah, I like rock. I, mean, I like hip hop. Yeah, you know, but like, for the past like five years, I've been locked into like reggae for some reason. I've been just like 
Like I no, I um I listened to Egyptian, Egyptian, and um dang, it's a couple of other of them. But I had a friend. He was um I think he was Puerto Rican, and uh he was my my auntie's uh neighbor. Well, her ba, 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 friend, ba, ba, ba. and he like he put Puerto me into uh, like all the like reggae like music. Reggae music, yeah. yeah. I love reggae music. I love uh, like um. I used to like the I was telling him just the the the, the used the, the reggae that I used to like was more like like Shaggy Marley or Ooh. like the, like Damian Marley you know more like and what upbeat. about Sean uh Sean, Sean Paul yes yeah. Sean Paul that's what, that was kind of a reggae that I used to like and um it wasn't until one day I was like doing some stuff and and I let my my Pandora like, right. just play it on play it on and they played uh, Welcome to Jam Rock by Damian Marley <gasps> oh my gosh Welcome to, to Jam Rock and I liked it you know so <laughs> I like that so song. I, I pressed like. And so you know when you press like on songs, they play Wait, songs like. What about like, sorry? Uh, not to uh, cut you off, but yeah. I was like, what about I'm so special? I'm so special, so special, so special. <laughs> you don't know that? No. What? Oh. Wait! Oh my gosh! I like y'all heard all these like if you walk if you heard Welcome to Jim Rock, that was about the same time that I'm so special maybe, came out. Maybe maybe I just don't remember right now. Oh my gosh! I'm I can't so believe it. No. Um. And so you just play you keep on playing and start playing like root root reggae music. Right. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I was that's my blown career, away. Actually, yeah. I, I blown away with. I actually that. used to do that when I used to work at Blues Mobile. Uh huh. I had a smart TV at the store and I would just go to YouTube. And I actually, I would do that a lot. I would just put reggae, because a lot of times I would come and I was, you yeah. know, un, under the influence. influence. <laughs> you know? And um, I would just put that, and it would just play all day. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the beat from reggae, it's like magical. It's very magical. It's very man. shamanistic. Oh man. yes, yes. But I mean, if you think about it, it's because that's what they, you know, they, they, you know, yeah, they, they that's they, part uh, of their religion. So obviously, yeah, the sound yeah, is naturally. Course. No, there was times where like. Um, There's this Jamaican club in uh, Charlotte called uh, Crystals. You know how many times I was up in there, like, literally humping the hell out of somebody, but Mm. we're just dancing? Yeah, (laughs) Jamaican is crazy. Yeah, they... We'd be in the corner, like, just... Moving it. Yeah, reggaeton is very similar. Yeah, reggaeton is very similar. I feel like Jamaican music though, when it when it comes yeah. to humping stuff, they, they, they just get very <laughs> extreme. Get they yeah. get down. The only yeah. thing yeah. between them is just those pants, and that's right. It. Exactly. Yeah. That's the like, only thing. I um I, I play once in a reggae club, <clears throat> uh, in New York. Yeah. And um I I didn't play. I put the audio for the band for the uh-huh. bands. And the uh the Bob Marley b- bands played. What's the name? The uh, Raiders. The, the uh ah uh, Wiley the Wiley's. Hold on. Something like that. Something Wiley's. Like that. Something the like Wiley's, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So they play there, and a few other like reggae artists play, and also some DJs, some like mm-hmm. Jamaican DJs, and obviously it was like mainly Jamaican people at the club, you know. And Korean people. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh. And so they would start like dancing, but like, dude, they would be like. Like what? How many times? <laughs> like hard and like and like funny at the time, you know. And I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> you know? And uh, the line dancing that they do is fucking dope. Right. The line, the line dancing with reggae. They like yeah. all the girls get together. I guess like it's it's like art line dancing, you know, yeah. in a way. Oh, wow. But it's in like their style, so uh-huh. they get their stuff and like the the way they move their hips is just yeah. like crazy. Do they go? And they do that tick thing. Yeah. And so I don't know. I feel like you're making girls are on the top of life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wi- I'm gonna have to witness that. One mm. of my, in one of my. I mean, I've never seen it in prison, but I have seen videos, and they get crazy. Right. What is like a like a place here where there's more of that kind of music? There's one in Greensboro. Um, thing, no, right? I don't. I don't. I've never been anywhere in Greensboro that has like Jamaican. I just know that Crystals and Charlotte um, was one of the Jamaican clubs we went to, but 
Yeah, and like we used to go there, and the only reason why we went there is because they stayed open till six a.m. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Damn. so that was like the after after party spot. Is like when you're not ready to go home and you still want to turn up, you go there. Now, okay, I can't say that because I don't want them to get in trouble. But that's cool. That's cool. It was it was a nice little place to go to after hours and no. just be up. That and everybody, cool. they still got the loud music, and you still be turned up from like all the shots from the club. You yeah. just like is that after go after home. party. Yeah, yeah, that was like the place. I've to never go. been that person though. Be out all night, just going in. Some people just like it, like you know. Yeah. Nah, I have my time, man. It's, it comes to a time when like, all right, party's over. Y'all can keep going, but I, I'm <laughs> out. I know. I, maybe time it's like for me to go. I don't know. Okay, so being that I'm from New York, maybe that's what it is because New York it doesn't shut down early. So when we come down here, so we're like everything sleep. shuts down at two o'clock. We're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, that's true. Some there's times where I've been out and it's like, damn, I don't want to go home yet, but like, just nothing to do. Yeah, but uh, now when I was living in West Virginia, yeah, there was just nothing to do. Period. It could have been six in the afternoon. There's nothing. You know, to do. There was just nothing. Man, New Orleans though, don't stop. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I've been to New Orleans a couple times. Oh my god, yeah, I've never been there though. You should go to New Orleans. Like yeah. literally, like you could dream. I want to go film. Like you know, make a video there. Oh yeah, that would be yes. That would be really nice. That would definitely be nice. Go to Bourbon, or you can go to Frenchman Street. CBD is not really popping. That's the uh, corporate business district. I think something yeah. like that. Huh. Interesting. But the strip is popping. Yeah. Yeah, the strip is always popping. Like, <laughs> always. Like, it's funny because um, me and my cousin, every single time we were there, we always went to the strip at nighttime. Mm -hmm. So the last day we went out in the daytime, it was more people out there during the day than it was at night. And then you have, like, parades and people are, like, getting married. And it's like you see a whole bunch of people getting married and there's, like, parades. And it was crazy. And we were, like, lit. So she's partying. I was partying. Like, she's walking the street with her blunt. <laughs> just, like, just smoking and just walking up the street. And then I got my liquor. And yeah. I were turned up and just walking up the street with bottles of liquor. Is it legal and, yet? In, in yes, it's legal. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know about the weed, but I'm just oh. saying. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> drinking. It's like when I went to Vegas for the first time and I seen people just outside drinking. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Okay, That's so. That's normal in Puerto Rico when I grew up. But here, no. The craziest thing is I almost went to jail. Wow. Okay, so um, we we kind of like we had it. We hooked up with some people and we went to this hotel and then we was like, I needed to go get a toothbrush because I wanted to do something and I needed to brush my teeth before I had to do it. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just like the fresh breath thing. It's like it's just better when you do that thing, you know. So um, I was like, hey, let's go get a toothbrush. And he was like, well, we can go pick up the car. So we had to go get his friend's car because we Ubered everywhere. See, yeah. that's inequality. You, know you said earlier, you said how females <laughs> get it that hard, but we we probably don't, right? See, we we get some things and you yeah. get some things. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's that is true. true. That is a balance. You think I can pull that shit off? No. Nah. If somebody like that comes up, they see me Spanish and be. They don't know if I'm Spanish, A-Rap, but I don't know what the fuck I am. Hey, maybe you yeah. should try it, And man. I got some cocoa. I'm going to jail even quicker. Than it depends, though, man. Hey, man, you could go for, like, like, like. It is uh, legal now. You never yeah. know. You could go for, like, Middle Eastern, shit. too, dude. Like, uh. Um, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what yeah, I told him he looks Turkish because I had an ex-fiance that was yeah. Turkish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I'm saying. People confuse me from all over the place. But, uh, I guess getting back to, I guess, topic. Okay. Since, uh, we're, uh. Got off topic a little bit. Yeah, got, got off topic a little bit. You know, that's what happens here all the time. Yeah. Right? Got, Premier got racist. Yeah, <laughs> Premier's got two races, bro. No, it no. got it got got more that got more that uh, trigger. Man, yeah, all man. I said is people don't know what I am. Yeah, they'll get confused. You, you started with that. 
no, 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 no. Right? That's pretty racist, right? Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm hypocritical as fuck, right? I feel like you started the whole racist thing. Yeah, I'm very hypocritical, man. We're not racist. I love to make racist jokes. I make racist jokes. Man, I love, I love racist jokes. I love racist jokes too, dude. I don't know why people are so offended. I don't want you to get offended, but I say we Puerto Ricans, we're the blacks of the Spanish people. Because we got the ghetto names. We got the ghetto names. I'm not offended. No, I'm saying I don't want you to or anybody that's black that's listening. You know how mainly black people usually have the more, I, I don't want to say ghetto, but exquisite names. Puerto Ricans, we're the same. If you compare Puerto Rican Spanish names to the rest of the, you know, yeah. like Spanish community, it's like comparing black people's names.